Welcome to Book Bumble, the podcast for people who love to read. In each episode, we'll introduce a stack of books that are tied together with a common connection to help take a deeper dive into each story. We provide a space to talk books that is friendly and deep with a little hint of geek. I'm Laura Pleasance. And I'm Leslie Hopping. And we are two friends who love spending time with our families, visiting libraries, and reading great books. We are so happy you joined us. Let's get started. Hi, Laura. Welcome, everyone. This is episode 13 of season two. Today, our stack of books is tied together with the common theme of our favorite reads of 2023. Some of these were written in 2023 and some were not, but all were standouts for one or both of us. We're going to present these in no special order. And I just want to say, <laughs> no way, this was really hard for me. I made a huge list and then pared it down because I knew I had to. But there were so, so many books I loved reading this year. It was really a challenge. What about for you? It was a huge challenge. And I don't know that I could put them in order because I'm such a mood reader that mm-hmm. it just depended right. on the day. Yes, exactly. Which the most. And but but I really I think we have some great books here because we both had a great reading year for sure. We did. And I even changed things as I was typing things up and preparing last <laughs> night. Right. I changed things again. So you might be surprised. Okay, I hope I am. All so right. we have a baker's dozen for you today. So Leslie, what book do you want to start us off with? Well, one of my favorite books of the year was A Well Behaved Woman by Therese Ann Fowler. My husband loved that I started carrying this book around. Because of the title? Yeah, he thought it was like an instructional guide. (laughs) (laughs) Quite the opposite. It came out in 2018, but not into my hands until this year. This is the true story of Alva Vanderbilt and delves into her life and the way she kind of rocked the world of the Astors and New York City in the 1880s, 1890s. She found that you can't always be the expected lady and sit back to watch things happen. Sometimes you have to build buildings, marry your daughter to a duke, and interfere where women like you aren't meant to interfere. I still think about this book And I ended up reading a lot about Alva and that time period going down the rabbit hole after reading this book. We featured it actually in our Gilded Age episode, number 24. So that is why this one just holds a place in my top books this year. I love that. That's a great book. Okay. One of my top reads from this year is The Covenant of Water by Abraham Verghese. And it was published in May 2023, and we highlighted it in episode 41 in season one about books that deliver. So this Mm -hmm. is 738 pages, 36 pages of one of the best books you'll read. And it reads really quickly because you'll be so invested in the characters and storylines. So it's set in India, and it's a story of a multi-generational um, well, it's a multi-generational tale okay. of a family who suffers from a strange phenomenon. At least one person per generation dies by drowning. Okay. So it's about that, but so much more. It's about faith, art, colonialism, mm-hmm. family commitment, and living a rich, rich and deep life. Mm-hmm. And how life doesn't turn out how we think 
Mm. Isn't that so true? So true. It's just an epic story full of heart and faith. And this is one of those books that I just felt lucky that I got to read. I would take it with me on a deserted island. Oh, and yeah. it would take you a while. So that'd be a yeah, smart one to so bring. Yeah, so that'd be a good one to bring. <laughs> well, I would be remiss to not include The Brilliant Life of Eudora Honeyset by Anne Lyons, who, I'm kind of throwing in another one, also wrote one of my favorites from the year, The Air Raid mm. Book Club. Um, I shared The Brilliant Life of Eudora Honeyset in episode 19 of season one, Unexpected Love Stories. Eudora Honeyset is 85 and feels she's lived her life. Only family she has is a curmudgeon cat named Montgomery. One day as Eudora sees her life kind of coming towards its end, little Rose moves in next door and opens up Eudora's eyes to what's still possible, opens her heart to love again. This book is the relationship that I still think about when I'm reminiscing about books I've read and loved. It isn't just one helping the other, it's about the way they both add so much to each other's lives and make it impossible things possible. It's uplifting, I just couldn't get enough of it. The writing kind of reminds me a bit of Ethan Joella's books, mm, yeah, um, including his newest that we both just finished mm. coming out this summer. Um, but this book really made me realize that I love these types of books, this kind of micro genre of the older and younger coming together to enrich each other's lives, like the hundred years of Lenny and Margot is another. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. realized how much I love these, but this is just one of the best. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I like that micro genre. I like that as well. Okay, my next one is The Glass Chateau by Stephen P. Kiernan, published in June of 2023. We discussed this in episode 44 of season one about reinventing yourself, and it is a winner. This book is set in post-World War II France, and it's the story of people trying to rebuild their lives, especially the main character, Asher. He finds work making stained glass and finds a purpose along with the other damaged souls who live and work in this chateau. I love the way the author used glass making as a metaphor for life and the push and pull between light and dark was especially well done as you kind of think about the very dark things these characters have done or have been through, and then the light of stained glass windows. The, the characters are deeply complex and flawed, mm-hmm. and I love that. Mm-hmm. Very character-driven novel. It's just a rich historical fiction book. I remember you reading this book. This mm-hmm. is like a trip down memory lane. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also has a beautiful, beautiful yes. cover. Yes, what about you? I remember it being in your hand. It was. Um, I want to share The Lost Queen by Signe Pike, which I have not yet shared on an episode, mm. but will be soon. So I'll just give you a quick sneak peek today. This book actually came out in 2018, and the second book, Forgotten Kingdom, 2020, with a third set to come out this year. We've all heard of Merlin, King Arthur's trusty mm-hmm. wizard. Well, the person who inspired this story was real, and this is the story of his twin sister, Langrith. She was an actual queen in medieval Scotland, and this is her mostly untold story. You get her background, but mostly things are happening kind of in the present of that time. 
you get to see her twin brother, Lelican, growing into what he becomes as well. It's a fantastically written book that sounds like it's a fantasy kind of Viking tale, but steeped in deep research by the author and real individuals who still inspire stories today. The sense of place is magical. The pull of family is intoxicating. When you read this, make sure to have the second one sitting and ready for you because you will not be able to just stop with wow. the one. Okay, so I'm shocked because I had no idea uh, no. that sounded like a complete... I guess I'm thinking about Disney. Yes. And that sounded... I thought it was going to be like super fantasy, made yeah. up. Mm-mm. Wow. It okay. reminds me a bit of the uh, Weaver and the Witch Queen. Okay. And of that setting. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Really good. I can't wait to share it and the second one. Okay, you just put a new one on my Ooh. list for sure. Okay. One of my favorite books of 2023 is Shenville by Paulette Giles. It was published in September of 2023. We discussed this in episode six of season two, which featured books with a strong sense of place. I actually received this as a Christmas gift from Sean. Oh, yay. So I'm excited to have this on my shelf. John Shenville... A Union soldier returns from the Civil War to find that his beloved sister and her family have been brutally murdered by a madman, like a serial Mm. killer Mm. in the time of the Civil War. So interesting, right? Yes. This sets Shenville on a path of revenge, vowing to kill the murderer no matter what the personal cost. Sounds like it has a good urgency it does. in the book. So Paulette Giles creates such a sense of time and place. Her prose is lyrical. Her writing creates like a painting. Mm. This character is so alive on the pages. And the book, like my other book, is so character driven. Mm-hmm. But it also moves along with action. So it's really the perfect mix. I felt like I traveled with John Chenville on his journey, and I loved every single mm. minute. This sounds like a book for anyone. It I mean, really it has the is. Pace, it has the historical piece. Mm-hmm. It has the character-driven. I haven't read it yet. Oh, well, you can borrow mine. Oh, So exciting. I'd love to loan it to you. It's a great book. All right. Well, I want to sh- uh, share Wayward by Amelia Hart. I talked about this in episode 31 of season one, Mysterious Circumstances. Yes. And boy, does it offer that. This book is a family saga that covers three generations of women, 1619, 1942, and 2019. Each of these women are not quite accepted for being who they are, and they need to use what they have to create a life to be proud of and happy in. This debut novel weaves together these three strong women facing adversity. Um, and, and it's both hopeful and empowering. I love the way a special locket and a family mystery is threaded through the entire family saga. This is about using the gifts that you're given and being proud of where you came from. The tie-in to nature and the family garden are also so creatively done. 
again that this being a this being a debut novel is mind blowing to me and the cover mm-hmm. you oh, remember the cover yes i do it's one of those covers that after you read it you could just point to all the things and know mm-hmm. exactly what it was meant to be there for yeah this i love this too and i remember that after we did it on the show my niece and my brother-in-law were on a trip family trip and they texted me and said we're listening to wayward we love it so this is one that appeals to everyone as well okay Ooh, i have to take a deep breath for this one because (laughs) i absolutely love this one beyond that the sea by Laura Spence Ash. It came out in March of 2023. We originally talked about it in episode two of season two with books about faith. It's told in multiple viewpoints, eight to be exact, Mm -hmm. but the chapters are short and easy to follow and just right. So you're not going to get confused. This book is very poignant. It's very honest. It's about an 11-year-old girl who lives temporarily far from her home with another family, and then it follows the people who love her and whom she loves over the coming years. Whom she loves or who she loves. Mm. I don't know. If anybody's a grammar cop, let me know (laughs) which one that is. This is a stunning debut about what makes a family, and I loved it. The book comes full circle and it's a gentle, quiet read Mm -hmm. that packs an emotional punch that I'm not soon going to forget. It's one of those stories that lives in your mind after you read it. I'm still thinking Mm -hmm. of these people. Wow. And I think I remember when we did the faith episode, I know that I picked it because every single one of the viewpoints Mm -hmm. has to draw upon some type of faith or keep some type of faith Mm -hmm. at some point or points during this book. It's outstanding. And kind of one of the reasons we're telling you which episode these were in is because if you like that theme, Mm -hmm. that's a great place to find some more suggestions. It is, or if you want to hear more... About. about the book. This yeah. is one that the cover oh, yes. is kind of ambiguous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is. So don't judge it no. by its cover. No. What's okay. next? Hello. You had to take a deep breath, I didn't did. you? Hello, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am going to share the book, Hello, Beautiful, by Anne Napolitano. It came out in 2023. This has been on everyone's list and for a good reason we did a deep dive on this book in season one episode 29 because we didn't want to just spend part of an episode on it this is a book about family whether blood or just by love and shared experiences it's a story about sisters and the very complicated relationship that comes with that it's about welcoming new members into a very tight family one of the things i love most about this book is the writing Anne Napolitano is a master writer. It was one of those books that, as I was going to the last chapter, I got really sad because I knew it was coming to an end and I didn't want to leave the lives of those characters that I had come mm-hmm. to know and love. And and you know that it's not going to be like a series. I mean, right. It wrapped up nicely. Mm-hmm. So I had to say goodbye. 
The author is also masterful at adding very small, important threads through her writing. When you read it, or if you reread it, look for the way art is shown throughout the entire book. It's like a delicate golden thread that's more important than it seems. Mm -hmm. This is, I love this book. This is another one that I would take Mm -hmm. on my deserted Mm -hmm. island. I would too. It's so good. Yeah. Worth rereading. I actually asked for it for Christmas, but I haven't gotten it yet. Okay. You never know. It might be coming. Maybe Santa's a little delayed. Well, my in-laws, we haven't had Christmas with them yet, so I don't know. Okay. I'm excited for that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The Berry Pickers by Amanda Peters is one of my very favorite books that I read this year. It was published in October of 2023. Another debut. It's crazy. It's so crazy with such a gorgeous cover. Mm -hmm. We highlighted this book on episode nine of season two in our something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue theme. And this was the blue Mm -hmm. book because it had pictures of beautiful blueberries. Mm -hmm. This is the story of an indigenous family torn apart by the disappearance of their four-year-old daughter and sister and of a young girl trying to figure out who her family really is. Mm -hmm. It's about the invisible bonds that tie loved ones together. The characters are flawed, complex, and deeply wounded. This book is going to break your heart, but there's also hope in this novel, and that's what makes it shine. It's about family bonds and memories It's about giving and receiving grace. I thought a lot about this book after I closed it. It's a quiet but really powerful read. Hmm. Have you read it yet? I haven't. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Get on it. Beautiful. Okay. What's next for you? This is my last one I'm going to share, but not the least. The Extraordinary Life of Sam Hell by Robert Dugoni. Uh, We featured this book on episode 26, Grow Up, Mm -hmm. in season one. This book came out in 2018 and won multiple awards, which is, this is my third 2018 book. Wow. Where, what that was I was, doing in I 2018 know. that I was so that absent you, from you the literary his. world? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sam Hill was born into this world with ocular albinism. Albinism? That's how I would say it. Okay. His pupils were red. Okay. Okay. His mother and father were filled with unconditional love the moment they saw him, and his mother was convinced that he was born to be extraordinary. This book is all about family and unconditional love and what people can do when they really believe in something. It's sad and hopeful all at the same time, and I'm a sucker for that kind of book. Mm -hmm. His special relationships with his family and his best friends. It's raw and authentic and just so very special. Um, It kind of, it's one of those books that presents the past so that you learn Mm -hmm. about Sam and has his present self there as well. And then eventually the past catches up. Okay. And you get to see what extraordinary things that he does that his mom knew from the very beginning that he would do. Well, I haven't read this one, but I'm super glad that we're doing this episode because it's brought a couple Mm -hmm. to the forefront Mm -hmm. that I need to get a hold of. This was just really special. And 
it wasn't like the story itself, like the what happened in it wasn't a blow your mind or a surprising. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't call it quiet though because you lived a really rough life, mm-hmm. but the friendships and his parents, I mean, just a phenomenal book. Okay. Wow. Okay. Can't and I also missed that at the time. Never heard okay. of it. Okay. Oh my gosh. So now I want to share something that blew my mind in the very best way. Shark Heart by Emily Haybeck, published in August of 2023. Another debut. Mm-hmm. We'll be bringing this to an episode very soon and discussing it there in depth. But this is one of my favorite books of the year and maybe of several years. I just, hmm. and I listened to it on audio. And if you can get it on audio, mm-hmm. I think that might be the way to do it because first it has it's a very interesting format the author's craft is very different and I loved the different voices there were Mm -hmm. actual physical different voices so it was like in the book yeah and so then you could figure out oh this is this part or Mm -hmm. this is going back to this part. Mm-hmm. So if you could get it on audio, okay. I actually waited for this for a quite a long time. And I almost didn't listen, read, slash read, because I had seen a few reviews saying like, oh, this didn't exactly work for me. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, if You're I so would glad. have, oh, I yes, it is so fantastic. So It's one of the most original books I've ever read. It's so wonderfully weird and strange and (laughs) beautiful. It's basically the story of Lewis and Wren, a married couple whose lives are upended in their very first year of marriage when Lewis begins to transform into a shark. Of course. And that sounds (laughs) so crazy, doesn't it? It does. But it's not. Hmm. The story is about love, it's about grief, it's about motherhood, letting go, it's about becoming. Mm. I just love that Mm -hmm. thought. The story is about fate, memories, joy, change, moving on, and moving through. Hmm. It's surprising. There's a part kind of midway through the book that is going to punch you in the gut and you're Mm. never going to see it coming. It's gorgeously written. I was just honestly transported by this story. So good. I will tell you, I saw it on Lucky Day on Libby. (gasps) I know you're going to kill me. You passed it up? I did pass it up because I was like, gosh, I'm sorry. This story sounds... And I'm a fantasy reader. I was like, but this story just sounds so weird. weird. And I had read some reviews. And then literally a week later, you you Said, and I were talking. Yeah. And you're like, shark heart. Yeah. And I thought, oh, shoot. It seems to be people <laughs> either really love it mm-hmm. or not. And okay. it is just... I would just say if you've liked any of the books that we have recommended ever... Okay. You're going to oh, okay. 
Okay, I'm gonna. You're, oh, if it ever comes up on Lucky Day oh, on Libby again, you have to grab I'm going it, to. especially if it's audio, yes. or just put it on hold as audio. Yes. Okay, I'm a huge fan okay, of this book. That's I love awesome. it. Okay, well, I got one more. <laughs> this is my favorite nonfiction book of the mm. year. It's My Friend Anne Frank by Hannah Pick Gosler. It was published in June of 2023. This is the true account of not only Hannah Pitt Gosler's friendship with Anne Frank, but also of her own story of surviving the Holocaust. There are great photos, and it's really well-written. It kind of reads like a novel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And i that's the kind of nonfiction that I prefer, narrative nonfiction. Yes. I flew through this selection. We haven't featured it yet, but it will be coming soon to an episode. It's both heartbreaking and hopeful, and it's really, really compelling nonfiction. Have you seen this one? Yes, it's on my list because you really went down the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about that, but I did. with Anne Frank, um, and this came out of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it sounds so good. It's fantastic. And aside that, again, that we ha- I haven't heard mm-hmm. much yeah, about. Yeah, me neither. And I'll tell you, I honestly thought it was a book about just this lady that was a friend of Anne Frank. Mm-hmm. That is a part of the story, mm. but the main part of the story is her experience and her family's experience and how they, yeah, how she survived. It's Really, I'm really good. Okay, well, that completes our faves list. Let us know which books made your list. We love to connect with you. And be sure to check our show notes for a list of books we're excited to read in 2024. I am not used to saying that yet. I know, me neither. Um, I also want to say something before I wrap up. Um, I had, my sister was mentioning that, that, People, when she's talking to people about our podcast, that people aren't sure that we're reading all these books because it's so many books. Mm. And we, I know that some podcasts do, they just do like a, a quick peruse mm-hmm. or just, we literally, literally read every book start to finish. And we start, we, um, abandon books. We sure do. We read books we don't really like so as much, so we don't bring those to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do, re- listeners. We read every book. So yeah. what we recommend, I promise you, we have read from start to yeah. finish. We sure do. That I'm glad you brought that up because I recently was listening to a, a podcast where someone was saying that they just had so many books to get yeah. through that they usually give it about 100 pages in. Uh, yeah, I so, didn't realize people did that. I didn't even think about yeah. that. So we do read each and every <laughs> one of these books. Yeah, because we I don't, there's nothing wrong with not doing it and presenting, but right. this is one of our passions and we love reading, and that's why we made this podcast. Yes, exactly. So it's real. We it's really real. did read from page one to page <laughs> to 736. <laughs> I didn't read that yet. Um, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support in 2023. You have helped us grow, and we hope to grow 
exponentially this year. We look forward to sharing more wonderful books with you in 2024. Please remember to subscribe, hit that little plus button, and review our podcast, and please help us get the word out about Book Bumble by sharing us with a friend. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. So glad you joined us today. If you'd like some other titles that go along with this theme, check out our show notes from today's episode. Please share this episode with a friend and check us out on Instagram at The Book Bumble. We'd love it if you would subscribe to our podcast. Join us next time with a new bundle of wonderful reads. Until next time.